Welcome to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Joshua Braswell. In this episode, Vincent Wong and I talked to Nathan Hester of Bessemer City about their inaugural Brew and Q Fest happening on October 15th. We'll talk about the craft breweries and vendors that will be in attendance, the hidden techniques of pro pitmasters, and the merits of cooking low and slow. Welcome to another episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Joshua Braswell. Uh, joining me today is Vincent Wong, regular host. Um, we also have uh, with us Nathan Hester. He is the Development Services Officer for Bessemer City. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely. And today we're here to talk about a brand new event coming to Bessemer City called Brew and Q. Is that right? That's right. All right. Uh, and so this is a combination barbecue competition and sort of craft beer, there's going to be vendors. What, what all is going on with this? Yeah, so it's a backyard barbecue competition and craft beer festival. And um, So we'll have competition teams coming in on uh, Friday, October 14th, that afternoon, setting up. Uh, they'll start cooking through the night and into the morning on Saturday, the 15th. They'll have three different... Uh, Competition categories, uh, chicken, ribs, and pork. We'll judge those uh, starting at 11 in the morning, running through one. And then some of those will stick around and uh, sell barbecue to the public. We also have a couple other vendors coming for barbecue to sell to the public. And we have uh, some breweries coming to sell craft beer to the public. Oh, nice. I didn't realize they were actually coming in the day before to cook through the night. I guess that makes sense because... That's like part of the thing of barbecue is it's like a slow cooked yeah, thing. Yeah, you know? low and slow is what oh, they yeah. uh, typically say. Yeah, so uh, they'll be coming in, setting up, and we'll have like what you call the the cooks meeting Friday night where we'll go back over uh, the rules with all the teams and the process on how everything's going to run uh, throughout the night and the next day, and then they'll we'll split ways and they'll get started. So kind of curious on how this does work. Do they all get the same meat or they bring their own meat or how does that work? They bring their own meat. It's got to still be wrapped in the plastic for where they uh, bought it from. So you can't do anything to your meat before you come. So are there prizes associated with this competition? Yes. We have about $4,500 worth of total prizes. Uh, for the grand champion overall of the competition, it's a $1,000 cash prize. A reserve grand champion, which is second place, will be $500. And then there's... First, second, and third cash prizes for each category. So you said it was a backyard barbecue competition. Are we getting a lot of people coming from the area, or are people going to be coming from you know, a little further away to, to be in the competition? Got a lot of people from the area. So we've got uh, about 10 teams signed up so far, and we're looking at uh, been in contact with a few more that are looking at entering before the competition. I've got some from Cleveland County, uh, most likely most – centered around the Kings Mountain area, uh, some Gaston County teams, and then we've got some from Charlotte. So to expand on that a little bit, with the backyard, is this like professionals, or is this like kind of people do it as a hobby or kind of thing? Both. Okay. Um, it's it's not a sanctioned event, okay. like a, a barbecue society, such as Kansas City Barbecue Society or the Southern Barbecue Network. Um, and typically when you do a pro event, you'll have four categories, adding in the category of brisket. 
So we're just doing backyard and taking away the brisket and just doing the pork and ribs and chicken. Brisket is sort of a rarity around here, I find, right? I mean, some places serve it, but brisket is more of like a Texas, Texas thing. Yeah. Yeah, is that it's, it? it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a beef barbecue. Well, it's beef, so um, it's not as popular in the south over here with the Carolina barbecue, which is more of your pork vinegar type of stuff. That's what I think of. Yeah. When I think of like barbecue around here, it's pulled pork mainly. Right. So when they do this competition, um, is it, is it strictly like the type of sauce? Is it Western or Eastern or they get to choose how they do everything? They can choose how they do everything. Okay. You you can season it however you want to with your, Super secret rub that yeah. you only you use, and then sauce it however you want to. Yeah. So they're bringing their own smokers and cookers, and so bringing their own smokers oh, cool. and cookers, and I have their trailers set up and everything. And it'll it'll be in our downtown area, so you can come through and you can come and walk through and see where all the cook teams are set up and everything. So it'll be good. So whose idea was this, and how'd you guys get started with this? Man, I don't know who specifically had the idea for a barbecue competition, but it started like we wanted to have an Oktoberfest. You know, we wanted to have a more diverse festival to to give to our community and give to, to want to bring people into Bessemer City than just a typical thing that we do all the time. And we wanted to bring in a younger crowd and a different crowd and increase tourism as we continue to develop and grow and, uh, you know, keep trying to put Bessemer City as a place to want to come and hang out and so we're like well let's have an Oktoberfest and um but then you know we kind of said well a lot of places have Oktoberfest you know a lot of people just do a an October beer festival so we said well why don't we just why don't we have a barbecue competition why don't we do a barbecue competition and a beer festival and you know that's what we settled on we just kind of rolled with it that's cool that's cool is there going to be a competition with the beers or just going to be vendors to sell it's just going to be vendors uh, to sell we have cavendish brewery from um, gastonia coming brick tree from lincolnton and uh, primal from belmont coming so are there going to be foods there i think you may have already touched on this a little bit but some of the uh, barbecue teams will be selling their barbecue at toward the end but there's going to be food there aside from that as well yeah we uh there's a Another vendor who's uh, just strictly a, a barbecue food truck who's just going to sell to the public, sell barbecue. There's a, another vendor who's going to sell hot dogs and hamburgers and, and more of your typical festival food just to give variety to the public. And then we have a couple of sweet vendors. Uh, we have nothing but cakes coming to sell. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we got a, a local girl who makes her own baked goods and stuff selling it. Though. So the but, most important question I have for you, all the judge slots full already? No, so if you yeah. want a judge slot, you can yeah. definitely get one. Um, that's what I'm aiming for. I think uh, I I never done a competition. Is there any requirements to be a judge? No, you just have to like barbecue. Okay, there we go. Is there a deadline for entering the competition? There was. We've extended it. It was last Friday, but we've opened that up for a couple more weeks. Uh, there's a couple of teams we've been in contact with for a while that are um, still sending in their stuff. So you can get a. Um, our city website, uh, bestmercity.com uh, backslash brewing and it'll take you to where you can download our application packets and, and rules and guidelines. Awesome. Oh, what other vendors will be there, like, aside from food? Is, are there going to be, like, crafts or something like that? Yeah, we do have some fall craft vendors that will be there set up as well. Um, 
So it'll be beer, food, and crafts. And we're going to have live music. We have um, an acoustic band coming. It's going to start off earlier in the afternoon. And then we have um, a Carolina Dreams band that's coming that plays a lot of um, rock and, and some other things. And uh, then Cat 5 will be headlining our uh, live music at the end of the night. Oh, very cool. So uh, going back kind of to set up, is this all going to be in downtown Bessemer City? So is the streets going to be closed on, on Friday night into Saturday? And Yeah, it'll be in downtown Bessemer City. So uh, West Pennsylvania Avenue on the uh, south side of the railroad track will be uh, closed in between 12th and 13th Street Friday afternoon and Friday evening. And then on Saturday, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning from 11th Street to 13th Street, uh, West Virginia and East Virginia will be closed down, and then we'll keep West Pennsylvania closed down for the festival. So this is uh, the first year you guys are doing this. So what are your kind of expectations for this? Well, I'm a dreamer, so I have high hopes. You know, I'm hoping to uh, get a couple thousand people trickle through there throughout the day, so that would be great. But um, we just want to put on a good barbecue competition to where um, the teams like it, uh, the teams enjoy it, they want to come back next year, uh, and then the community has fun in a different type of event that we provided for them. If we can, you know, just build off this first year, get some good interest, take some feedback from the community, and revamp it for next year and continue to grow, we can put this on every year. I think this is really cool because, I mean, I've lived in Gastonia for most, most of my life, and I don't remember having a barbecue competition so close, at least that I can remember – I mean, I know there are, like, barbecue competitions in Charlotte sometimes and stuff, but yeah. um, it's just cool having it, you know, right in Bessemer City. And one thing, since I'm not too familiar with barbecue competitions, are they typically associated with festivals that are open to the public? Typically, no. Typically, when you have a barbecue competition, that's it. It's just, uh, you know, amateur or professional teams that pay to enter in this competition, and they cook, and the judges eat it, and judge it and then that's it and it's over um, so but we wanted to take a different perspective and a different angle on it and then you know be able to provide some competition level barbecue to the community as well will the barbecue um cooks be in a position where they can interact with the public most likely afterwards i probably wouldn't bother them during the competition mm -hmm. but um you know yeah they'll be able to interact with the public afterwards yeah definitely so, yeah, the teams stay up all night, right? And they watch their smoker and the meat, and they put their meat on different times and different temperatures. Uh, so what time does the competition or the judging start? Judging starts at 11 a.m. on Saturday, October 15th. And then we'll have a turn-in window from five minutes before 11 to five minutes after for uh, that category. And then at 12, we'll have another category. And we'll have the last category. Uh, when are the winners announced? Is that going to be like a a big? Yeah, thing? we're shooting for around two thirty, three o'clock in the afternoon. Announce the winners from uh, the stage at Centennial Park in downtown. Have you gone to a lot of barbecue competitions? Actually, before this, I'd never been to a barbecue competition. Okay. So when we first started, we were all kind of like, "Well, how do you put on a barbecue competition? Nobody knows how to do that." So we've had to, we reached out to a lot of people on social media and different websites and different barbecue networks and 
got a lot of feedback from a lot of great people helping us, teaching us, giving us a lot of input. I recently went to um, our barbecue competition uh, for East Burke High School's football program fundraiser, the Kansas City Barbecue Society uh, sanctioned uh, barbecue competition there. And I went up and hung out with the judges and asked them a bunch of questions and got some feedback from them and even got to sit in and help judge it and taste some barbecue and experience that. So that was uh, really great to, to see that and then observe the competition from that perspective. Is there anything you have to do from a setup or planning standpoint to make an event like this accommodating and inviting for those who will enter into the barbecue competition? I mean, is there any kind of special like thing you have to do to attract them to it? Well, you want the prizes and the, um, the cash money to be big enough. Honestly, 4,500 is kind of low for like a, a big time competition. You know, a lot of these professional teams are, you know, in these competitions where they're making thousands and thousands of dollars. It's about the glory. It's about the glory and the points. And there's a point system like, you know, any other type of sports, you know, you keep up with your record and your points. And at the end of the year, there's an overall champion. So, Having a good space, you know, we've got, uh, we just redid all of our electric downtown, so we have electrical hookups for a lot of these teams. We have water um, for the teams down here. So having the infrastructure in place and the, and the prizes for these teams is really what brings them in, besides the bragging rights. And this is a rain or shine event, hoping for great weather, but yeah. if it's raining that night, they still got to adjust and, and yeah. cook, right? That's right. I, I think it's interesting that they're bringing their own meats, and also between that and the uh, variations in the way they cook it, it's like you, you, got, you got the potential for some different kinds of barbecue. Like it's not all just going to be the same Yeah, thing. it's going to be um, each individual's team's you know, on take on you know, what they think is the best way to prepare it and what tastes the best. So, Is the goal to eventually have a sanctioned competition barbecue event, or do you want to keep it kind of – at that level where people are not intimidated to join in and you have more people coming in? Potentially both. Okay. You know, we'd like to have it sanctioned because um, that would bring help bring in more teams because if you had um, just – I keep throwing Kansas City out there, but they're the most well-known, so it's easy to use them. But, you know, if they sanction it, then they can help you promote it and they can help recruit teams and they can do it from a national perspective. But at the same time, we want to kind of keep it regional too. We want some of the, you know, the amateur guys who you know, smoke a lot of meat on the weekends who just want to come in and see how theirs stands up next to some professional teams as well. Oh, I, I think that is really cool that because you need like if you want to get into barbecue competitions, you need a starting point. Right, right. And I think this is a cool thing because you could you could potentially, if you were like a total amateur, enter into this and win and you've already established, you know. You've got some bragging yeah, bright yeah. rights and some street cred for it. Yeah, you know? and this – this makes or breaks people sometimes too, right? Some people, they get enough following, they start with a food truck or a competition, right? and they open up a restaurant. Um, it's definitely interesting. Is there amount, a certain amount of meat they have to cook, like poundage-wise? or No, for your turn-in boxes, we'll, we'll provide the teams with uh, kind of your typical takeout tray from a restaurant, styrofoam takeout tray, and they have to provide eight different slices of meat or eight different particles of meat so for pulled pork you you could pull it if you want to or you could cube it up into like little medallions if you want to do that but there needs to be eight different sections of meat within the tray 
for the judges. Does every team have to enter a chicken, pork, and rib? No. So if you just want to show up and just cook chicken and that be it, then um, you can do that. But in order to be eligible for the grand champion prize, you have to enter into all three Oh, categories. okay. I got you. And you said the turn-in times were staggered as right. well. Yeah. Okay. And then it, I'm I'm just so intrigued with this. Is there, like, they get to choose what part of the chicken they want to turn in, or do they have a specific? Yeah, we left that open. You okay. can co- cook whatever type of um, chicken you want to. Typically, in barbecue competition, it's thighs because okay. there's a lot of meat on there. Yeah, so and it stays that, moist. It stays moist. It's easier. Yeah. But if you want to do wing, you can do wing. I've seen uh, on TV, you know, all the different ways or all the different sort of special tech, special techniques people yeah. do in cooking their barbecue, like Injection is a big thing. Have you ever seen this? Yeah. 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 No, there's injection. There's the, how they, what kind of wood they use, how they yep. start their fire. Yep. Some people use newspaper. Some people are like, it needs a little smokier. And and they won't tell you the secrets either. No. No. Yeah. I'm going to be walking around Bessemer City, picked up by the police, looking <laughs> at these guys. And also, the determining what meat to turn in is a strategic decision as well, right? Because right. you don't, just because you cook, just because you, cook it doesn't necessarily mean you have to turn that piece right in yeah. Yeah. interesting so they probably i think they cook like an abundant amount and then they pick the best right of the best right so they might switch up their technique or one part of the smoker is hotter i assume chicken would be first right because yeah, that's chickens first because it cooks the quickest and then ribs and then pork well let me ask you this do you have a favorite barbecue regional style uh I grew up in Cleveland County, so I would say Bridges Barbecue mm. in Cleveland mm-hmm. County. Mm-hmm. I would go with them. Um, Gaston County, I'm not sure. I'm not going to say my favorite Gaston <laughs> County barbecue. <laughs> but I, I like, so style-wise, I actually, if they have it, I mix Eastern yeah. and Western together right. and make my own sauce. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of that. I'm a, I'd say as far as sauces, I'm going to say more of a mustard sauce. That's interesting. That's a usually South Carolina style, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the mustard is a rarity. It is. You know, even though it's supposed to be abundant around here, it's a North Carolina is very vinegar sauce based. That that's that's my preference is like a spicy vinegar sauce. And where is it? Is it Kentucky? They do like a white sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. In Tennessee, it's like an Alabama white sauce. Yeah. Alabama white sauce. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What is that? Mayonnaise based? What is it? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's like a barbecue ranch type. Almost. Yeah. yeah. I've oh, never had. Yeah. That. I've never had. I've never yeah. even seen that offered. Yeah. No. It's pre- It's not prevalent here. I think Kentucky, Nashville. I'm hoping Alabama, but I don't yeah. know if they just <laughs> took the name. Yeah. Right. You know. Um. I think, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with barbecue. You know, people like different parts. Like, they like the bark. They, you know. Yeah. So you got to portion that the right way and fat to meat ratio. And Actually, that makes me think that the ribs category, is that, does that specify pork or beef ribs? Could it be either? It could technically be either. We didn't specify, but typically... Um, people use St. Louis style mm. pork ribs just because beef ribs are so large and they take so much longer to cook. It's easier to control um, the St. Louis style ribs. Makes sense. Yeah. So you have three breweries coming. Um, is there plans 
to grow that part as well um, in the future and have more breweries and maybe even do a brewery competition. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also forgot to mention we're going to have a cornhole tournament during the festival too. So we have like a third party um, entity that's promoting and putting on the cornhole tournament. So that'll be cool. People can show up and enter into that. But yeah, as far as the breweries, I, I can't tell you how many breweries across the state I reached out to trying to get people to come. And it's just that not that people didn't want to, but October is such a busy month. You know, you got to, Maybe yeah. I'll start reaching out next month for next year. <laughs> but or, uh, Yeah, because it's Oktoberfest, right? right. Uh, and a lot of breweries have their own Oktoberfest, too, so you have to try to plan around that and um, plan around other festivals and other communities. It, I don't think it, it doesn't matter what Saturday in October you choose. There's going to be another festival or something going on in another community, so you're always going to be competing. But, yeah, we'd like to continue to grow the breweries and grow the competition and grow the festival and make this – one of the premier events in Gaston County. Yeah. So is there, what's the furthest team that you have committed so far coming from? Do you know? Uh, Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. So that's great. It's all local, right? So right. most of these people, if you, you know, come out to the competition and see them, you might be able to actually, because I think taste their barbecue, right? So some of the things is like some people just enter competitions and you don't, if you're not a judge, you really don't get to taste anything. Right. Yeah. So the event is Saturday, October 15th. And what are the times for the public to come? Uh, we advertise 12 to 9.30. So um, the judging will start at 11. And that's just to kind of get that through the meat of the day. And then, you know, but the public can start showing up anytime between uh, 12 and 9.30 and eat good barbecue and listen to good music and, and have some good beer. Awesome. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, um, Bessemer City's Facebook page, and share our event for the Brewing Coup, and uh, make sure you come out to Bessemer City on Saturday, October 15th. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for uh, thinking outside the box and bringing this to, to Gaston County. It definitely sounds like a good time, and uh, wish you much, much success uh, You know, the, on the 15th, but hopefully it grows to, to what you want it to become. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Have a good one.